world. Remember, distance is not a barrier for the Holy Spirit to locate you, so stay connected by faith. You're all very welcome to the Arena of Liberty in Jesus' name. Please have your seats. Here at the Synagogue Church of All Nations, we believe that God can use anything to express himself to his people. Amen? As the book of Psalm 19 verse 1 says, the skies declare the glory of God. The skies speak of the work of his hands. Just as God used the rod of Moses to split the Red Sea in two, God used the shadow of Peter to heal the sick, deliver the oppressed, and not just one or two. Our Lord and Savior Jesus used mud and saliva to do what? To make the blind man see. So our God can use any means. And sometimes he can use foolish things like me to speak of his glory. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. My name is Catherine. I'm from the UK. And I'd like to thank you for taking some moments out of your precious time to listen to today's message titled, Made New. Tell your neighbor, Made New. Jesus Christ came to make us new. In the book of Revelation 21 verse 5, the Bible says, He who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Are you broken? The one who makes all things new wants to repair you today. Are you sick? The one who makes all things new wants to restore you today. Are you lost? The one who makes all things new wants to redeem you, wants to find you, wants to locate you today. See, it is definitely Jesus' will to deliver you, to heal you, to bless you, to make you whole. But oftentimes, we don't allow him to. You see, already, some of us may be saying, well, how will Jesus find me among this crowd? Ask Bartimaeus, and he will tell you, Jesus hears us through faith. Some of us may be saying, well, how will Jesus locate me? I'm sitting right at the back or in the overflow canopy. Ask the woman with the issue of blood, and she will tell you that Jesus feels us through faith. Viewers around the world, some of you may be asking yourself, how will Jesus see me through Emmanuel TV? Hmm. Ask the Ethiopian eunuch, or ask Philip, and they will tell you that Jesus sees us through faith. Faith, therefore, is a channel through which the anointing flows. Faith is the transformating power of the universe, transforming us from where we are, what we are, to what God wants us to be. From an unfaithful generation to a faithful generation, from sickness to good health, from poverty to prosperity, from yoke to deliverance. 
faith tells you and me that Jesus came. And Jesus came because relationship was broken. Faith allows me to embrace what Jesus did for us on the cross. And faith reminds me that my sins are forgiven. Therefore, I do not have to worry about or be haunted by my past. Brethren, for your case not to escape the anointing of God, pay attention to this message to get you into faith, the realm in which God operates. Do you want God to operate in your situation today? Do you want God to operate in your career today? Do you want God to operate in your health today? I mean, do you want God to operate in your destiny? Can I hear a yes and amen? And an amen. So open your heart to receive, because just a word from God can settle your case. Now remember, the title of today's message is Made New. Amen? Tell your neighbor, Made New. Do you want to be made new? Mm -hmm. Me too. And as I was saying, God can use any means to express himself. Any means at all. He can even use, for example, an egg. Tell your neighbor, God can even use an egg. Yes, I'll explain why. You see, as plain and simple as this egg looks and may be on the outside, it's extremely versatile on the inside. Amen? Very plain and boring. Is it, is it very interesting? It's not very interesting in color or design on the outside. Amen? But on the inside, if you look it up, you will find that it's one of the most diverse cooking ingredients in the world. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. But there's something that I want you to take note of an egg. As I said, it's so diverse. You can cook it, scramble it, fry it, bake it, souffle it, poach it. Okay, what else can you do with an egg? Anyone have any uh, suggestions of what else you can do with an egg? Anybody? Apart from scrambling it, frying it, boiling it, baking it, what else can you do with an egg? You can drink it, bust it open and drink it, pour it inside uh, Martina, this now, drink it like. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So some people drink it raw. What else can you do with an egg? Okay, another volunteer. I know there'll be some men here as well who have something to say. Yes, ma'am. Please, we can bake with it. You can bake with it. And what can you bake with it? Cake, bread, and so forth. So many things. Any other? Any other? Yes. Finally, let's hear from a man. You're welcome, sir. Please stand up. What else can you do with an egg? By the grace of God, I cook it and eat. You cook it and eat? Yes, please. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you very much for your contributions. There are so many things we can do with an egg. I've heard you can make noodles out of it. You can put it in salad. You can put it in a sandwich. So many things. But take note. Before you can do anything with an egg, you first 
have to break its shell, which is a parable for you and I. Amen? Well, at this point, I need some volunteers. Two volunteers. I need two volunteers to assist me. Okay, yes, sir. And madam. Okay, so you can just wait there. I'm coming, okay? I hope you're ready to get your hands messy. You know, we're dealing with an egg. Don't worry, it's hard-boiled. Okay, so there's some gloves for you. And for you. Now, this is just a simple demonstration. It shouldn't take too much time. You're not really going to get that messy. Okay, don't worry. Okay, I think that's, that's fine. So, madam, if you could just hold this. And what I want you to do in a moment is to break its shell, okay? But not the egg on the inside, okay? Are you ready, sir? Because I'm soon going to need your assistance. Okay. Now, you've seen our egg as it is here. It's a boiled egg, it's been cracked, because before you do anything, you have to break its shell. Now, you see, when an eggshell is shattered, can you help me shatter the eggshell, but not break the egg? Use both hands. See, when an eggshell is shattered, it looks like an unfixable mess on the outside. Would you agree with me? You see, that's a bit of an unfixable mess on the outside. Okay, sir. Now, we need you to... Madam, if you can peel the egg now, okay. so we just get to the egg on the inside. So when the eggshell is shattered, it looks like an unfixable mess on the outside. But the shell soon becomes irrelevant to when you get to what is on the inside. And that is a picture of our walk with the Lord. Thank you very much. That is a short demonstration that we have for you this morning. Let's clap for our people here that came forward to assist. And we hope the next time you're eating an egg, you'll remember this. Oh, yes. um, I don't know if you've had your breakfast this morning. Yes, I Would you care for an egg? Yes, again. <laughs> okay, and maybe you'll uh, like some fruit to go along with it. Please go and take some altar fruit. Oh, Here you go. Thank you very much. You are blessed. Amen.
Now, some of us and our situation may look like an unfixable mess on the outside, whereas God may be using it to prepare you on the inside for the great destiny that he has for you and I. Amen? Tell your neighbor, your neighbor my situation may look like failure, but it's not. God is preparing me for the challenges ahead. My situation may look like setback, but it's not. It's to keep me, to preserve me for a new level in life. Look at the case of Joseph in Genesis chapters 35 to 37. We see that Joseph was a destined king. Amen? Joseph was a destined king, but the dry pit experience didn't look like a place fit for a king. Joseph was a destined king, but being sold into slavery didn't quite look like the path of a king. Joseph was a destined king, but being accused of rape and thrown into prison didn't seem to offer a glimmer of hope for a future king. Yet all of these were predestined for him to become that person that God created him to be. And Joseph's situation is speaking to you and me. It's allowing us to look at our situation differently. That our situation is not an enemy, but a friend that God is using to make you new for his glory. Amen? And in the light of this, I believe you'd agree with me that we must be ready to go through a little discomfort in order to receive a new level in life. Amen? Tell your neighbor, you need to be ready to go through a little discomfort to receive a new level in life. Wait a minute. Are you already going through a little discomfort? Are you already going through a little discomfort? Tell your neighbor, God is working out the answer. Discomfort may be in the form of sickness, frustration, isolation, rejection. But faith tells me my discomfort is to prepare me for that great destiny. Amen? See, presently some of you may be in a mess. But as believers, if you didn't go through a mess, what would be your message? Equally, if you didn't go through a test, what would be your testimony? So take heart. It is written in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, God is faithful. He will not give you more than what you can handle. So are you broken? Psalm 51, 17 says, a broken and contrite heart, God will not despise. Prophet T.B. Joshua says, broken things become useful in God's hands. See, many have said they want to be used by God whereas the situation around them seems to suggest otherwise. Like no speaking skills, from a family of never-do-wells, 
But our mentor also says, it honors God to believe him, even when every sense contradicts him. That is what the situation looks like, what the situation feels like, what people say about it. It honors God to believe him even when every sense contradicts him. So today, I want you to get out of the senses and into faith and just believe that whatever you're going through, maybe you're just being broken. Tell your neighbor, maybe you're just being broken. See, each of us have been endowed with something on the inside that needs to be transferred to the outside. But for that to take place, this shell needs to be broken. Because ultimately, we will not be judged by the color of our skin, but by the contents of our character. Amen? So how does our character grow? The only way our character grows as Christians is by facing and dealing with problems and difficulties. See, in reality, that is from God's point of view, because as believers, Jesus is our reality. From God's point of view, when problems and difficulties come, what we're faced by is not a choice, but a challenge to our faith. But for many, when problems and difficulties come, crying comes, big brother comes, bank loans come. I think you're hearing me. Brethren, hmm, brethren, if crying could have saved us, we would have been saved already. If human help would have helped us, we would have been helped already. If money would have rescued us, we would have been rescued already. But what we really need is something more than silver, precious more than gold. Choir, help me sing. Something more than gold, precious more than silver. The spirit of the Lord in the heart of man is something more than gold. Sing along. It's something more than gold. More than your friend called gold. It's precious more than silver. Precious more than silver. It's the spirit of a God in the heart of man. In the heart. It's something more than gold. Let me hear you say something more than gold, precious, precious more than silver. The spirit of the Lord in the heart of man is something more than gold, something more than gold, precious more than silver. It's the spirit of the Lord in the heart of Yeah. 
back to the egg. See, I believe if an egg could talk, that is, an egg that's been made into an omelette, I believe that if an egg that's been made into an omelette could talk, I believe it would say that it would never have imagined what it finally became. Amen? I hope you can hear me. You are hearing me. Thank you, Jesus think about it, an egg can't boil itself, an egg can't scramble itself, an egg can't make itself into an omelette even if you tell it how to. In fact, an egg can't even break its own shell without your help. Amen? And this reminds us of the way that Prophet Isaiah described our relationship with God in the book of Isaiah 64, verse 8. Let's read. In the book of Isaiah 64, verse 8, Prophet Isaiah described our relationship with God like this. He said, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay. You are our potter. And we are the work of your hand. Brethren, we are here for something we cannot do for ourselves. But take heart. If something seems impossible for you, doesn't mean it's not possible. See, I believe if you'd asked Moses, who was a murderer, who fled into exile into the desert, I believe if you'd asked him, he would say that he never one day would have imagined what he finally became, a deliverer and leader of the nation Israel. I believe if you'd ask Gideon, the weakest from the weakest clan, I believe if you'd ask him, he would tell you he never one day imagined what he finally became, a great warrior, mighty man. I believe if you told Saul, when he was persecuting the Christians, that he would become one of the greatest apostles who ever lived, he would probably have said something quite different. And maybe he would have arrested you at that point in time instead. Amen? This means that no man knows by the present signs what the future holds for him. And this is on purpose by our God of purpose who has a way of implementing his will into the universe. See, there is a God, the cause of all things, the fountain of all perfection, without parts or dimensions, for he is eternal, filling the heavens and the earth, pervading, governing, upholding all things. For he is an infinite spirit who sent his son, Jesus Christ, 
He sent his son Jesus Christ to restore you, to redeem you, to repair you back to the original position he created you to be, ones in union with him. If only you would allow him. So how do we allow him? Brethren, tell your neighbor, brethren, the great thing God looks at and requires is the heart. And the heart that is void of grudges and offense is open to God and attracts the presence of God. And in God's presence is all we need. Amen? Which reminds me, in your presence I am content in your presence I am content oh in your presence there is love expressions of your love once again now when we read when we read it's strange and doubt your God amen and this is what I want to talk about. There are many things we rely upon apart from God, like technology, which is not reliable. Amen? Praise the Lord. You see, when we read the book of Genesis, we see that when God created the world and everything in it, we were one of the last things that God created. Amen? But we were most definitely not the least. Genesis 1.27 says that we were created in God's image and likeness. So when he looks at you and me, he sees the successful person he created us to be. But what about you? Do you see yourself clearly? Do you see yourself the way God sees you? You were made to be a problem solver, to be a help, not a hindrance. 
to be a torchbearer in the darkness, to be a pillar of strength to the weak. For this success to be transferred to the outside, something needs to happen. Something needs to take place. Ask your neighbor, what is that thing? Tell your neighbor, you need to take your place in the believer's authority. That is where God is supporting your position. When we take our place in the believer's authority, that is where God is supporting our position. You see, as believers, we're called to close the eyes of our bodies and open the eyes of faith. Because faith is our reality, not sight. Faith lifts us above our abilities. For example, how did the small rustic shepherd boy David manage to face and defeat Goliath with a simple stone and sling? How did Daniel face the hungry lions in the den and come out scot-free? What about Bartimaeus? How did he manage to hold on to hope when he was shouted down by men? These people were able to do extraordinary things because they had confidence born of faith. That is confidence born of God, not men. Prophet T.B. Joshua says, faith is the unshakable confidence in the reality of the yet unseen world. Now this quote prompts us to ask ourselves some questions. What is my reality? What do I put my confidence in? See, some people, they feel secure in their house. Maybe they have a very good fence, strong gates. They feel very secure in their house until natural disaster hits or robbers break in. Some people feel secure in their families or with friends until crisis hits of death, separation or violent rebellion. Many of us take for granted our good health until sickness, disease or injury kicks in. Well, I believe I'm talking to believers today. I believe I'm talking to members of the household of faith. Well, for me and my house, we have no other refuge than this command of Jesus. Only believe that is our refuge. Believing is our connection to Jesus Christ. So to be made new, we have to get out of doubt and into faith, the realm in which God operates. We need to get out of fear and into confidence, that is boldness, to receive the provision and protection God has for us. We need to get out of pride and into humility to receive the direction, instruction and revelation God has for you and me. To be made new, we need to get out of ourselves and into Christ. For the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, For anyone who is in Christ, the old has gone, the new has come. Many of us are living in four-foot ceilings. Whereas with Jesus, the sky is the limit. If 
you and I can just believe and make God's word the standard for our life, we will be transformed into Christ's image and likeness. So, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, it is Jesus' desire to make you new. Allow him to, like Joseph did, and believe that whatever situation you may be going through, it is as it should be by divine will. To melt you, mold you, fill you, to use you effectually for God's glory in Jesus' name. Thank you very much for listening. You're blessed.